just want to pass comments on football and the All Whites. And they are shortly off to Qatar to take part in the intercontinental playoff against Costa Rica. A one-off game with the biggest prize of all at the end of it, a place at the 2022 World Cup in Qatar in November and December. But even if they don't make it, this current all-white squad is, for me, the best in our history. Now, that might seem a little bit bold, given the feats of our 1982 and 2010 sides who did qualify for the World Cup in both of those years. But the quality, the quality in the current group of players, for me, just outstrips both of those sides by some distance. And that is absolutely casting no aspersions on the sides of 82 or 2010. That trailblazing 82 team were just a terrifically resilient band of largely part-time footballers, galvanised by the chance to make some history and then moulded together by two quite different coaches in John Adsett and Kevin Fallon and the inspirational captaincy of the late, great Steve Sumner. And Ricky Herbert played in that side, and then he became the coach and took the All-Whites to the 2010 World Cup, ensuring they were very, very hard to break down and therefore difficult to beat. And led by another lion-hearted captain in Ryan Nelson, the undefeated campaign in South Africa will remain the stuff of legend. Of course it will. But with no disrespect to the players who served us so well in those magical, memorable chapters in our sporting history, this current crop is, is just, for me, different gravy. The biggest difference is the way they approach the game. New Zealand sides in the past were kind of largely no-frills, defensively structured teams who set out to basically compete physically with whoever they were up against. That was the Kiwi way. You you ran all day, defend as though your life depends on it, don't back down and, and maybe nick a goal and a win. The mentality of this group of players is very different from that. They are no less committed to the cause and just as proud to play for New Zealand. But in contrast to some of their predecessors, these players are not just happy to be on the same pitch with some much more highly credentialed opponents. They not only feel as though they belong there, they believe they can prosper there as well. The technical ability of New Zealand footballers now is the equal of most young footballers around the world. You only have to watch Marco Staminich, Joe Bell, Liberato Kakachi, Saprit Singh for any length of time and you'll be convinced of it. Their first touch, their game awareness, the range of passing they have, even in their relatively tender years, is razor sharp. And that makes the future even more exciting because most of the squad who will head to the Intercontinental Playoff against Costa Rica will be there for the next World Cup cycle as well, apart from the likes of perhaps Winston Reid, Tommy Smith, Michael Boxall, who are in their mid-30s now. But everybody else will go around again. They could play the next three World Cups. They're good players now. Imagine them in four years because they're going to continue to play at top European or American clubs as well as in the A-League and improve even more and be joined by the next wave coming through. And make no mistake, there are more young players on the way. The new benchmark for the All-Whites has been set. From here on, they will at least be as good as they are now. I really reckon we're on the verge of our first ever footballing golden generation.